Hello, I'm Jason, and I support GenX Grown Up on Patreon. You should do the same, because the world just needs more GXG to make it a better place. Just go to genxgrownup.com slash Patreon to donate to the cause. Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up Podcast listener to episode 95 of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. I am John. Joining me as always is George. Hey, how's it going, guys? And naturally, Mo is here with us. Hey, everybody. In this episode, we take to the skies with Amazon Prime's new animated superhero series. Find out if you can get a pair of quality wireless earbuds for under 50 bucks and play a mobile puzzle game that'll make you feel like a hacker detective. Huh. I never wanted to feel like a hacker detective before. But... I'm vaguely surprised by all the cool stuff that we're going to be talking about. Wow. I have no idea. <laughs> like, wow. If, if anyone should be surprised, it's not us. We should know what the hell we're going to talk about. <laughs> Shows you how much I pay attention to the planning. Yeah. This is going to be a great show. <laughs> There's so much to look forward to for all of us. Prior to launching into those topics and more, though, it's time to hear from one of our fourth listeners. And the fourth listener at this time comes by way of an Apple podcast review. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, we always used to say the iTunes review, but quietly in the background, you know, that Apple has carved that that out and they call it Apple Podcast now. It's still iTunes Same reviews. Deal, it's under yeah. the yeah the, the umbrella of Apple stuff. But we got a brand new review on Apple Podcast nice. from Holly Meriday. Uh, we Ooh, got a wow. five cool, star Holly. review from her. Thank Ooh, you, Holly. Definitely nice. <laughs> and the you know that has like a summary. The yeah. summary of the review is: If you love pop culture and retro stuff, listen to these guys. All right, I like the yeah. way you think. Who's she talking about? Uh, it's us. us? The, the, us? The, 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 Are G- we sure? The GXG show. Yeah, it's us for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, damn. Okay. <laughs> I double checked because I was also suspicious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she went on the body of her review to say, I'm listening to the Gen X catchphrases episode as I type this, and I'm having a blast remembering all of these great phrases. I also love the pizza arcades, Dewey Decimal System, <laughs> Weird Al Top 10, and Christmas is for Kids. Oh, She's enjoying. Oh my goodness. That is a wide variety of stuff she likes. That is quite, that's a cross section, isn't yeah. it? Uh, How in the hell does Dewey Decimal System make it on anybody's good list, though? Is it? Really? I, I think it, for the effort, we should definitely, that should be, we should have for that much of anything else. I'm not saying it's good. I think it's an achievement that we made it through that one, quite honestly. Yeah. So I'm very proud of that one. Mm. Thank you so much, Holly, for the review. We appreciate it. We don't talk about it a yeah, lot yeah. recently, but leaving us reviews wherever you listen is hugely powerful in helping other people find the show. And since we have a review, I thought it was a good time to point out something awesome that's going on over at podchaser.com through the month of April. Uh, we posted on our social the other day, you guys probably saw this, to encourage listeners to review shows Every review that's posted for any podcast over on podchaser.com, they're going to donate 25 cents to Meals on Wheels. That's directly, awesome. Just, just for doing it. Huh. And over on that platform, we as creators can actually respond to those. And if we respond to said reviews, they'll double it to 50 cents. So we'll absolutely <laughs> do that. Yeah. So if you are a listener, even if you have reviewed us elsewhere, Apple Podcasts or anywhere else, if you would like to help Meals for Wheels and help out GXG at the same time, Mo, I will give you a link. You can throw it down absolutely. in the show notes there. Or you can just go to podchaser.com and search for Gen X Grown up. Uh, yeah, drop us a review. Talk about uh, what you like, what you don't like. Talk about the Dewey Decimal Podcast. That's, That's right. what you want to talk about, whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah, and it's an opportunity to, you know, it's it's a triple win, right? It's you help out a charity, you help us out, and you're doing two good deeds at once, so you got good karma behind it. So totally I'm just going to give Meals on Wheels a dollar and call it a day. Can I well, just do that? Well, just you leave could, but you don't want to help us, George? Come on. <laughs> uh, you know me. I'm the curmudgeon of the group. Ever the contrarian. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Everyone Path but George, resistance. please go to podchaser.com. George will drive up to Meals for Wheels and give him a sandwich. Thank you for that. There we go. <laughs> I was going to give somebody a sandwich on the street randomly. Just say, cut the middleman out altogether. It was Meals on Wheels. I was in my car. I drove up and I threw a sandwich at you. Congratulations. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, with that good business behind us, I think it's time to jump into the meat of this show right after this break. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions 
you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Message for Ronald McDonald! I do believe this mailbox is addressing me. <laughs> McDonald's Happy Meal! Hamburger! <laughs> Now that's what I call special delivery. (laughs) Skiing? Gymnastics? When you buy a McDonald's Good Sports Happy Meal, you get sports games, cutouts, even sports quizzes, plus a surprise inside. Four different Good Sports Happy Meal boxes at participating McDonald's. Let's get the ball rolling here, talking about media, as we always do here at the top of the show. It could be uh, movies or TV or film or comics or books or whatever it is. And I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think actually we are completely covering everything we were looking forward to last episode in our it media segment. Yeah. I think we're, we're touching on all of them. Possible. Yeah, I think I'm we are. always going to cover my you looking always, forward. I know you, can, you can get me guaranteed of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, George, let's talk about what you've been checking out in media then. Yeah, so I was looking forward to an animated TV series series on Amazon Prime called Invincible. Oh, this yeah. is from the brain yeah. of the same man who created mm. The Walking Dead, Robert mm-hmm. Kirkman. Mm-hmm. I had read volume one like a little thin. It was probably like the first two or three issues of the book like a long time ago. I still have it on my shelf. I was completely misled by that one volume as to what this was going to be about. Oh, yeah. I really thought it was going to be a coming of age superhero kid kind of thing. And it looked really peaceful. His father was Omni-Man, the Superman of that realm. And there was, you know, all these other characters. And it was him in high school and trying to find his way because he was just gaining his powers. Bullshit on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You know, it is that show for the first. 35 minutes though yeah and the last (laughs) five kicks you square in both nuts yeah oh my god i was so happy they dropped three episodes at once Mm -hmm. because i would have been pissed if that you imagine the end of the first one and going what (laughs) i think that would have been better if they had just released that one and then waited a week because can you imagine the clamor on social media going Mm. what the hell was that (laughs) yep oh my god so i'm not going to spoil it for anybody just know that the last five minutes takes a sharp left turn away from yeah. the story you thought you were going to see <laughs> into a wall <laughs> yeah. <laughs> into a wall <laughs> and it is as good as it sounds as though we're talking like the excitement you hear in our voices now it's totally justified me and Josh we were having lunch with another friend the other day and we were talking about the show but the person hadn't seen it so we're not trying to talk around it you know how you do yeah and I said it's like you're watching this main story and then there's whole sub story behind it that just totally blows you off your rear and John's like actually I think it's the other way around you're watching this sub story then there's this mm-hmm. main story you find out that you don't know about and also you're like what the hell is going right. and on and that becomes the main story all of a sudden right yeah yeah it's a solid entry I think in the Robert Kirkman universe. I know it came before Walking Dead, so oh, a really? lot of comic book lovers who listen to this podcast probably already know it and may have already read it. If you haven't, I'm going right now to go buy every single volume of Invincible out there because <laughs> I want to read the book before I get too many episodes in. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a show. Yeah, I keep thinking in the back of my head, you know, I don't follow comics like you do, George, obviously, but the fact that this Invincible was created some, you know, decade or more past, mm-hmm. and this show is just coming out right now in 2021, I can't help but wonder if Kirkman feels a little bit of a pang that some of the themes that are coming out in Invincible have been already released in other superhero gone awry stories. Hmm. Did they take inspiration from that? Or you think that was a natural evolution? You know, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, yes, it's more than 10 years old. We know it's more than 10 years old because he was already working on Walking Dead after Invincible. Yeah. And Walking Dead, the TV show, is in its 10th season right now, just released its last episode or is about to. Right. I don't know that he feels a pang of regret because Kirkman is one of those people he's just happy that people either read or watch or listen to his content mm-hmm. the creations that he's come up with. He's, he's kind of a fanboy of fans, which is really, oh, that's cool. Unusual. He really seems to appreciate his interaction with his fans as much or more than any other creator I've seen. Kind of like Kevin Smith a little bit. Okay. okay. Some people yeah, think yeah. Kevin Smith is fake and disingenuous. Trust me. He's no, absolutely not. That, yeah. that man is as real as they come. And Kirkman seems to be cut from that same cloth when it comes to the people who like his stuff. Right. So, so he might just be happy that he contributed to it, not maybe not felt ripped off, so possibly. I, yeah, I don't think he feels ripped off at all. I mean, he admits frequently 
freely that he kind of ripped off the zombie <laughs> genre. Oh, and yeah, he yeah. Has That's a good point. The zombie genre. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. Just did it better, know. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think he's going to get his credit for this series, the yeah. writing that he did way back, you know, 10 plus years ago, because it's already a buzz all over social. People are going nuts about it. I saw an article this morning. What do you know about the second season of Invincible so far? I'm like, easy. Can we finish the first one? But yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. I'm, I'm glad you recommended it. I'm, I'm really enjoying yeah. it too. So, all right. Invincible. That was your looking forward last time. Mo, I yeah. think this is what you were looking forward to. Oh, this was absolutely. And no matter how much bad karma George threw at us, <laughs> the movie Godzilla versus Kong mm-hmm. hit the theaters. It did and, release. And let me tell you what really made it special, not just because it was the movie, it was the fact that for the first time in over a year, I saw it with my kids, with my friends, and we were able to go to the theater and see this. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. I, I was not disappointed. I can't really say there's spoilers in this because it's it's a Godzilla movie. I mean, yeah. there's always like two or three plots <laughs> ever for yeah. a Godzilla movie. And they all end up right. with Godzilla fighting some other monster, right? <laughs> right? You don't mean two or three plots in this movie. You just mean in the pantheon. There are two yeah, or three plots. Totally. Right. Totally. Yeah, the right. Thing. right. Right. Here come the spoilers. Monsters fight. Buildings yes. get smashed. People run screaming. Right. There's all the spoilers. You just and got you get it. some yeah. stupid people watching, which I don't yeah, understand. Exactly. Yeah, standing there. Gozira. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, Gozira. To me, it was a very satisfying movie. I'll say that because that's all I was looking for. I was looking for just a fun. I want to see giant monsters fight. Throw a little plot in there. Sure. Okay. Gotta keep the story going. Right. And I just had a blast. I know I threw a lot of shade at you guys whenever it comes to <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> my son actually went out and watched it with his friends that same night. Oh, cool. You guys went and watched yeah. it on opening night. And so I couldn't take it. My <laughs> wife and I sat down and watched it on digital yeah. that same night. We didn't go to the theater, but we watched it uh-huh. on digital. It was released by HBO Max. Sure, yeah. And as my son came home, we were about halfway through the movie. Yeah. I got to say... I didn't hate it. Okay. So I'll take, I'll that's take about it. the biggest praise it. I'm probably going to give a Godzilla movie. That's a I'm win okay for Mo. That. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. I just got to question one thing. And Mo, I know there's no real answer to this, but okay. who the hell built that damn temple in the earth, in the hollow earth place? There's no damn humans down there. It wasn't humans. No, no. Well, who was it? It's not in I the movie. I assume that was more Kongs in the past. It was my assumption. Have you seen apes build stone statues? No, they build nests and shit and trees. Well, I mean, they don't get that big either, so they you know. They don't carve Godzilla <laughs> dragons into the fucking ground. That was just, that was too much. Like, yeah, I mean, the whole premise was, was somewhat ridiculous, but I was like, okay with it. I mean, I'm, I'm with you, George. I mean, it was, I was like, really? But I was like, you know what? It looks cool. It did look cool. The axe was awesome. Yeah. I'll it give looked, him that. It yeah. looked great. Kong in that environment looked awesome. So I was like, I'm just going to go with it for the visual and just just be happy. <laughs> it was pretty. It was a summer blockbuster in the spring. It was go yeah. in, turn off your brain. Don't pull at the threads. You're going to end up with no no clothes <laughs> at all. You start pulling the threads on this thing. <laughs> just enjoy the craziness that ensued. And, you know, I think it was everything I wanted it to be. I didn't need it yeah. to be more than what it was. It yeah. was fun. Stuff was blowing up. Monsters were fighting. Awesome. Good for yeah, me. Exactly. So I liked it. But so actually, John, you saw another movie that was pretty awesome, too. I did. We talked about this last time as well. And yeah. this was also what I was looking forward to. This was the Bob Odenkirk film. Oh, Jesus. Very John Wick-ish called, <laughs> called Nobody. <laughs> yeah. This didn't have to be anything. And it was way, way better than it should have been. Yeah, absolutely. This movie was so much better than I thought. I came out the backside of this thing. It was loaded with quotable moments. It was loaded with just the kind of revenge fantasy you want out of the every man yeah. fighting back against the system toward the beginning there's this great scene where he's fighting with guys on a bus and they throw him out the window and he's got his butt kicked and he's not done though he brushes himself off and he gets back on the bus to fight some more because he's absolutely going to go through with this <laughs> and it, it's bananas it's ridiculous it's like it's, it's like nuts. the king kong movie it's just it's stupid turn off your brain how could this be a secret how could he really be this skilled at, who cares just enjoy it and it's it was so much fun it was and like you said there were so many just memorable scenes in it though that i mean just yep. again no no spoilers here but because he had a past life everyone knows that from the trailer and yep. stuff and it's just funny to see people who kind of recognize that he had that past life like once they realize kind of where he came right. from well 
so much of the John Wick series, yeah. the coolest part were other people recognizing and Reacted reacting to, to John right. Wick. When somebody said, well, we're going to take care of this. What happened? This is John Wick. And then he goes, oh, right. right. I heard you hit my son. He says, yes, I did, sir. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's the kind of thing that happens. But it's Bob fucking Odenkirk. Come it on. Is. He, he blew away this role. He was perfect. I'm sorry. He was. It reminds me of an Eddie Murphy quote. Have you ever heard the Eddie Murphy quote where he's talking about being tough in a film? Mm-mm. He's like, in a movie, I'll whip your ass on the street. I'm getting my ass kicked. And that's what, <laughs> I mean, there's nobody, but, but like Bob Burdenkirk's not even close to being believable. But he is, but this is, is a movie. movie. So it's okay. <laughs> oh. you know, I mean, this movie, they, he pulls it off. I think he pulls it off. I don't know. So I can hear, George, that you're on the fence about seeing this film. <laughs> <laughs> so let me give you some little to nudge you over to the wanting to see it side. And that is in every scene that he was in, Christopher Lloyd playing Bob Odenkirk's father stole the show. He was yes. fantastic. Okay, I'll, I'll probably watch it. it for Chris Lloyd then. Christopher, Christopher Lloyd, yeah. Lloyd an old retired FBI agent who's proficient with shotguns. Yeah, it was really, <laughs> really <laughs> yes. good. It was awesome. It was, it was awesome. It, it, it was stupid, granted, but it, it's, I came out of it going, I hope there's another one. I hope there's another one. I hope yeah. there's another oh, one. It, it was fantastic. Like you said, John, I think both this and Godzilla were like summer movies, right? They were. They just, they, they should like have been probably last summer. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's right. Maybe they were supposed to be. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think there was like, say, just go in there, turn up your brain, enjoy the ride. And then when you're done, you just talk about it and move on. <laughs> it's nice to feel these films that were held back or delayed start to trickle out. And we talked last mm-hmm. time, like it's getting close to maybe getting back in the movie clubs, possibly. I don't think we're there yet, but it, it really feels getting, good. Getting to feel there, just getting there. Little nuggets of normalcy kind of sneaking yeah. in. Yeah, very. All right. When we get right back, we're going to dive into some tech and toys. I hope you'll stick around. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Clover's stolen our plans! He's escaping in the Viper Glider! Joe, catch him! It's the G.I. Joe Falcon Glider, flying high in the sky, sailing through the air. He's America's fighter, G.I. Joe can fly! G.I. Joe! He's a Joe. real American hero, flying high in the sky! He's chasing Cobra in a desperate race, soaring and diving in a great sky chase! You did it, Joe! G.I. Joe Falcon Glider and Cobra Viper Glider sold separately, figures included from Hasbro! So I have something to talk about for tech and toys, but mm-hmm. as mine, I thought was kind of moderately cool. George has something that's really cool. So I'm going to right. really cool. So okay. I'm going to let you lead off on this one because you showed me this thing and it's it looks damn cool. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with this. So this is another one of my 50th birthday gifts, mm-hmm. and oh good, okay. mm-hmm. I had been searching around for Battlestar Galactica stuff to 3D print mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. As the Googleverse does, it notices you searching around for stuff. It Uh automatically starts (laughs) suggesting things. Mm -hmm. And one of the things it suggested was this Battlestar Galactica model. I saw it. It was available on Amazon. I put it on my 50th birthday list thinking there's no real way that they're going to want to buy this. Not because of anything other than the fact there were already so many other things on my list that were way more affordable than this. This mm-hmm. was, I think, in the 60 to $80 range, okay. probably. It may have been a little bit less at the time. It's one of those Hail remember. Marys you put on your wish list, just in case. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> but my kids actually stepped up and bought this for me. Nice. It is the Battlestar Galactica Viper Mark II model. Hmm. It's from a group called Hero Collector. And they have several different models in the line. This is the official ship's collection. I guess they have multiple different ships. Mm-hmm. It's a pre-made thing. You don't, it's not like an old snap fit things that we right. had when we were kids. <laughs> right. So it's like a display model when it comes to it's in a It's a display Got piece. It. Got uh, it. If you go to a comic book store and you see those really nice display oh, yeah, the ones you figures can't touch and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That are right. anywhere from 30 to a hundred right. and some odd crazy dollars. That's what this fits nice. into. It's definitely got some weight 
weight to it. Uh, it feels like most of it may be metal or some okay. form thereof. It's painted. It's detailed. It's actually from the Reimagined series, the 2004 series, and it's Starbucks Viper 2. Nice. Before she came back and was right. rebirthed and whatnot, you know, spoilers, whatever. Hey, spoiler alert <laughs> for 2004. Oh my God, I haven't watched that yet. <laughs> so it's got burn marks on it, and it's got yeah. little dings and dent parts to it. So it looks used. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> That's cool. It's grimy. Battle damage. Yeah. But it, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I love it. Uh, it's something that as soon as I figure out what shelf and where to put it, it's going to have, you know, spotlight on it and everything. It's one of my favorite gifts that I got this time. Does it come already with some kind of a display stand? Yeah, or so have you determined yeah. how you're going to show it? It does. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. yeah. It has a display stand. It's got a little base and then a little clear see-through part right. that goes from the base up to the Viper to not ah, distract make it, you. Like it's hovering, it's floating there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Nice. So my guess is that if I put this on a black shelf, which is my plan, at a quick glance, you mm -hmm. might not even notice a stand. It might just look mm -hmm. like, kind like of you said, John, like it's hovering. Very cool. So... Yeah, nice. I'm really happy. It's on Amazon. Um, I'm sure we can find a link and throw oh, the yeah. show notes. I don't know how many people want to spend this kind of money, but if you're a BSG fan like I am, <laughs> and I was a BSG fan from back in the day, and I really love the 2004 Reimagined series. Yeah. Some people don't, but yep, I, did, I, yeah. I think this is a winner for sure. Nice. You know, it could be a really slippery slope. Do they have others in this line? Are you now going to be? They do. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. He has a whole shelf he's to fill now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, and Put a on the few list. of them made it onto that birthday list, so I'll <laughs> yep, be talking about them. They're like, yeah, when you're 60, you'll get it. <laughs> no, no, I already got. Already so. got more than this one. Oh, yeah, okay. Already got more right. than this one. So we have that coming. More coming. Nice. Yeah. So um, uh. the, the other ship that I got, and we'll talk about it on the next time we do one of these podcasts, it's not the ship that you would imagine they would make. Ooh. 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 Way to sprinkle in a little teaser there. Well yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, but it's really beautiful. It's nicely done. It's set to scale which yeah. is kind of cool but i yeah we'll talk okay. about it on the yeah, next right. one it's you're gonna have a whole fun. little fleet before long gotcha yeah i'm gonna cool. try <laughs> nice <laughs> of course all right but monet you said you did have something for the segment yeah so it's not as cool as that because i i want that ship now but, <laughs> but besides that so john last time we talked you got those earbuds right right the the galaxy pro the galaxy bud things right sure and yep. so i was looking for a pair for myself and I wanted, like, I didn't need all the bells and whistles that you had, but I wanted some of those. Like, I wanted active noise cancellation, maybe some touch pass-through, passive pass-through, that kind of thing. Sure. And I found these earbuds on Amazon They're by a company called M-Pow, M-P-O-W. Oh, sure. I've, I've yeah. ordered stuff from them before, yeah. And the, uh, Yeah, I've, I've gotten some, like, other headphones a long time ago from them, mm -hmm. uh, some wired headphones that work great. Same, yeah. They had these things called Exist. They were wireless earbuds, Bluetooth, you know, the standard. And they were about 50 bucks, a little less. And I was like, well, you know, John spent 100 in something <laughs> or would or would have spent that much would have, right? yeah but uh, and i said well 50 bucks you rolled the dice you gave it a shot i said that yeah it had good reviews mm -hmm. i had a lot of people doing reviews you know the usual stuff you do when you buy things at amazon and okay. let me tell you they're not i won't say they're like the best earbuds i've ever had but they're they're damn good okay all right i actually have like my job actually gave me a pair of the apple the new second gen earbuds that they have uh, air AirPods are they called air, air something, i forget what they're something. called Okay, or whatever. Something. It's Apple. I, yeah, sure. Whatever. It's got to have some kind of fucking eye. Yeah. It's got a pod in or an eye on the front. Eye or something. Pod <laughs> Apple thing. And those are, let me tell you, from a sound and noise cancellation thing, those things are amazing. I mean, they are sure. just really yeah. amazing. But these are really good. I'm out there walking the dog. And I can listen to podcasts like John X Grown Up, good podcast to listen to. And it, <laughs> good call. it blocks out the traffic noise, you know, so I can actually hear it. I don't have to have it blasting in my ear mm -hmm. so I can hear oh, just hear what's going on. It does have like the touch things to do some touch commands. Um, Okay. Although it's weird, some of them you have to use the right earbud and some of them are the left earbud to do certain commands, which is kind of weird. But, you know, and usually when I'm walking, I'll usually only use one earbud because I don't want to not hear some things the around, around you. Yeah. I do I the it. same thing. I don't like having two earbuds yeah. in all the time. Yeah. yeah. But it, it works and they work really well. Um, I think, you know, if you're looking for like, especially like John's like, if you're looking for like a secondary pair, just in case, I don't mm -hmm. think you go too wrong with these. Oh, huh, okay. You say you just paid 50 bucks for them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you've had now higher tier, you've had those AirPods or whatever they're called yeah. that I think those run a couple hundred bucks. Oh yeah. Where would you place this? I mean, so this is, you know, ostensibly a quarter of the cost. Is it greater or less than a quarter of the quality of those higher end ones? Oh, I'd say greater. 
I think yeah. like if if I said like I'm assuming like the ones that you got, say there was like a hundred percent like quality, yeah. I would put yeah. these about 70 percent. Okay, okay, you know, like they're, they're damn good. They come with a nice case. It has the uh, passive charging on it, or you could mm-hmm. put, mm-hmm. you know USB C charging. They last. Seems like I mean I've tr- I generally just throw them on the charger, so I'm not sure exactly how long they last, but they've never like run never out run on out me. on you. Yeah, yeah. them in the case they charge. So at fifty bucks, the value proposition is really high because it's yeah. more than a quarter of the value of the much Absolutely. more expensive ones. So yeah, okay. Yeah, and especially if you're like a type of person who might lose them often, you know, are, spend like sunglasses. Would right? you do that? <laughs> yeah, I would. I okay. I, I, right. I tend to lose things <laughs> like this. But so I'm like, you know, but for if I lost these, I won't be as upset if I lost like a hundred something dollar pair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know, and I could replace. Very them. cool. All right. So I've got a question before we leave this segment. Yeah. Are either of you experiencing the Amazon slowdown in shipping right now? I know you both live in Jacksonville, so maybe you don't because you have a big distribution center there. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I've gotten things in two days. For me, now everything is a five-day standard. Wow. Really? Everything that I order is five days minimum. And I just wanted to ask our listeners out there if any of them are experiencing the same thing because I'm pretty goddamn pissed about it (laughs) because we still pay over $100 for Amazon Prime. They keep going up on that. Yeah. Uh And yet all of a sudden they seem to have, in the middle of 2020, of course, they've started to shift away from the two-day. If you go look on their website, if you... You pick your, like, use a VPN to say that you're in a different place. The two-day option is not a thing now. Oh, huh. really? Did yeah. not know that. <laughs> Maybe it's because we have a distribution center here in Jacksonville that we're not seeing it as bad. Most likely. Yeah, I, I haven't noticed the impact myself, yeah. so I haven't really done the analysis that you have. But, yeah, so you're seeing much longer delivery time. Five days. And it's still free delivery for you, right? With still Prime. free delivery, but I don't like the fact that we have to pay 100 and, what is it, 119 for now five days delivery? That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's a long time. I, I hate to say say this, John, I'm starting to look at Walmart as a place to order stuff from <laughs> because well, they're doing free shipping and they'll send it to the store and you can get it quickly. Well, you, like, you damn sure have a distribution point, don't you? There's 20 yeah, Walmarts in every town. So, yeah. <laughs> and I don't even have to pay that damn yearly thing, you know, yearly fee. Right. So yeah. it's a consideration. I don't know. Yeah. Amazon needs to needs to figure some shit out ever since Bezos left. Or well, it was, I guess it was before he left, but it just feels like I'm noticing more and more huh. shady, shitty things. It's like they finally got over that hump of killing all their competition. And now, As now they they're relax. giving us less value. Yeah. They yeah. sit on their laurels and go, yeah, you're all dead now. What, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. right. Yeah, go find maybe. it someplace else. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I would be curious to hear from other you know yeah. listeners who maybe don't live in an area where there is a distribution center. That may be a trend. That, uh, mm-hmm. We're going to fight the system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. What's behind the brand of hot dogs you buy? You know you're getting solid value with Oscar Mayer and quality trusted for generations. There's wholesome meat protein from solid cuts of meat. The only meat Oscar Mayer uses U.S. government inspected, Oscar Mayer selected, Oscar Mayer wieners and beef franks in handy twin packs. The flavor's as good as the good meat itself. Oscar Mayer, America's number one. This is the main event of the podcast for the three in attendance locally and the millions listening around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, GXG Gaming Division. And this is the first time we actually have three rounds in the gaming division since we started that announcement. <laughs> and I'm kind of getting tired of it, so I might come up with something new. Um, <laughs> all right, so we got three things to talk about. John, yep. let's start with you. What game are you playing currently? Yeah, so uh, I've been playing on my phone, reading text, emails, browsing websites and stuff. Huh? But it turns out that's actually the game. <laughs> I was, was going like, to that's the game? 
So your okay. game is called Real Life? Is that what it is? Right, exactly. So I discovered a puzzle game, if you want to call it that, that I has, I thought it was going to be a distraction that I would go, well, I'll poke around with this and then I'll move on. As you, you know, you download crap and you try it out because it's free and then you move on. But this one has captured my attention and I wanted to share it with you. So the name of the app, it's only on Android, but you can also play it in a browser. So okay. Apple people are not totally left out in the dark here. The game is called Pikaphone. Not like Pikachu, but Pikaphone. Okay. Like you're looking at a phone. All right. And the concept, it starts out very simple. Somebody leaves their phone at your mom's place and it's unlocked and she hands it to you because she knows you're okay with technology. And can you figure out whose phone this is? And so the interface for the game looks like a phone. There's the okay. messages app. There's an email app. And your goal is to like poke around in the different apps and like, oh, this is locked. Let's see if I can find the code. And, oh, here's a picture in their photo reel. If I zoom in, oh, the, the code is there in the corner of the monitor or whatever. You get to play like this voyeuristic detective. And then you, there's down at the bottom, there's the go home button, the back button, and there's a flag button that, of course, shouldn't be on the uh, on the operating system. And that flag opens up the, you know, I think I know the answer. It's kind of like okay. Clue, like Professor Plum in the library with the candlestick, right? Oh, okay. You can declare what you think is the right thing. So is that the goal? You're trying to figure out who it is? The goal it's is different in every level. Oh, okay. So okay. it starts out like that. And, and then they tell this little gradual story. And the next one, there's this pop-up that says... Hey, your mom, you did such a good job getting the phone back to whoever. Your mom mentioned it to her friend who works at the police station, and they found a phone at a crime oh, scene. Jesus. And they asked if you would see if you could figure out whose <laughs> it is. The police found a phone at a crime scene. <laughs> it's a small town. And based on your mother's recommendation, <laughs> the police would like you to help hey, out. Your mom's kind of a big deal in this town. <laughs> yeah, but it keeps getting even more bananas. It doesn't stop there. And then, like, well, now you're renowned. And so people investigate this woman thinks that her husband is cheating on her. So, I, she hands you the phone and said, can you figure out what's going on? That is some Bob Odenkirk, John Wick <laughs> shit right there. Oh, my God. That's why I like it so much. <laughs> and I'll give you one more example of one that I'm in the middle of right now. So the missions don't take forever, but you could get stuck. It's very immersive because you're inside of this environment, but sometimes you click on a URL and it opens your actual web browser to go to a real website out in the world that the makers of this game have set up with clues on the website. Oh, cool. Okay. In one case, somebody left a clue and said, contact us for more information with an email address. You actually email the person and you get an email back and they then release something in your, there's like a string in the address so it knows it's your game, right? So it's not a person on the other end, but it acts like it. It's like touching the real world a little bit, but not technically. And sometimes there's something as crazy as I'm trying to find the address of where somebody lives and I was able to hack the address of their pizza application. I ordered a pizza and the pizza company's delivering with a drone. You're tracking it and it crashes. And on the news app, there's an article <laughs> pops up about this drone delivery thing that crashed and the guy's making a statement about it. And then you get more clues from that. It's just playing with the technology inside of apps you know. So if you like that kind of puzzle game, it's different than other puzzle games you might think of out there. It's not matching blocks or that kind of thing. It actually kind of reminds me of that movie we saw where the guy's daughter was missing and he's having to go searching. through. Searching. Searching, thank you. Searching. He's, not he's uh, not unlike that. Yeah. Like, you know, tiny slices together. Sure. You know? Yep. So a little voyeuristic. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds mm -hmm. me of a video game from the 90s. Yep. It reminds me a little bit of Majestic. Yeah, I was thinking of that with you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The thing where you would actually get emails and instant messages mm -hmm. and texts in the real world. calls and yep. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I don't know, Mo, if you ever saw that, but that I game know about was, it. Yeah. it was creepy for the time. Now yeah. you understand how easy it would be, but back then they didn't have bots right. and other things like that to use. So it was very intrusive into your life. I yeah. wonder, how does this feel? Does this feel a little creepy when you're playing it sometimes? Uh, it doesn't at all. It's all okay. outgoing, really. It's not invasive on your life. You're not going to get unsolicited phone calls and texts. Because <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Like, like middle of the night. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning, you can <laughs> right, call yeah. on your phone. Stop looking at my website. <laughs> yeah. <What> the <laughs> they do tell you right in the instructions, though. Feel free to call numbers you see, go to websites you see, email people that you see their addresses for. If it's in the game, it's out there in the real world, and you can reach out and kind of get clues. So if, you, if you're interested, Mo, I'll definitely give you a link to the, yeah, the app store where you can download it, but also the URL where you can go in a web browser okay. and play the same game. It's It simulates a little phone in your web browser, and you can have the same experience. It's I've already downloaded it. So. You're already 
I'm ready to go. I think you're going to dig it. Yeah. Okay. When I look at the reviews, people say, I loved it. I'm upset that it's over. I got to wait for more now. So. Wow. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. All right. So that's me. George, what have you been playing, man? Well, a game that's not so much fun, really. Oh, as oh, your game. Huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, you know, I did the live stream on Burnout Paradise, and that was a lot of fun. Yep. We are trying to work with my rig, trying to make sure that it's more live stream friendly because it's quite old. I think I've dated my laptop now that I use this Alienware thing. It's like nine years old at this point or oh, something like that. So yeah. regardless of the horsepower in it with all the RAM and everything, it's the architecture is just too old yeah, to right, do yeah. some of the stuff that we want to do. Especially the newer games. Yeah. So my son, who likes live streams and Twitch and whatnot, he suggested that I play a game that would be a good multi-episode live stream game. And it's called At Dead of Night. Okay, hmm. I like the title. Yeah, right. Title's good. Yeah. It's a <laughs> it's a full motion video, first person view video game that's based in a horror franchise kind of thing. You're a ghost hunter and you're searching around in this hotel for ghosts, you know, and there's going to be creepy shit and whatnot. Um, I have played it for 30 some odd minutes and have yet to find a single creepy thing in the damn game. So really, I'm kind of bored with this thing. Yeah. Oh, no. Like Ugh. the first thing you have to do, I guess, is find these two items in the hotel. Like there's a mirror and something else and you have to find them. And until you do, nothing else will happen. Nothing like no creepiness, no lights going in or out or anything. And I have searched all over this damn three or four story hotel and can't find these stupid <laughs> items. Now they're probably somewhere very obvious. And everybody listening to this is like, Oh, he's a dummy. They're really easy to find. But if you can't find these items to get your game going, give it up. This is not a fun game. Really? Well, you, know, you shouldn't take that on yourself. I know you're often rough on yourself. Like I just must just suck at this game. You said that before, you know, yeah. but at some point in game design, especially modern game design, if they see a player struggling, they should guide you. You. They should yes. give you some breadcrumbs. They want you to enjoy the game because they want right. you to enjoy it and review it favorably. Right. You should be so frustrated. if you're struggling this long in a modern game, it's not your fault. It's yeah. the game's fault. It may be because when they were playing the first full motion video of two characters interacting at the very beginning of the game, maybe I didn't pay attention to that scene as much as I should have. Maybe there was a clue in that or something. But you can't go back and, and replay it? I can't figure out how to go back and replay oh, it. Yeah, so that's exactly. A, that's so that's like, not your fault. That's yeah. the game's fault. Again, you yeah, know, it is. So, you know, maybe I'll just start the game over and like take notes of their conversation or something, but I shouldn't have to work that damn hard at a game. No, you shouldn't. It's not expensive. I paid like 15 bucks for it or something like that. So it's not crazy expensive, but it's not going to be my first live stream for many episodes choice at this point. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, at this point, you could still cut your losses. If you played it 30, 45 minutes, you bought it on Steam right? Yep. They have a very, very generous return policy for games that you just don't like. So don't feel obligated. Okay. That's the great thing about Steam, not just that your library is in one place, but they stand behind their sales. And since they're logging your play, you go, hey, I just didn't like it. And they see you have under X amount of play. They'll just give it back. No questions asked. Now it's credit. Huh. It's not cash, but it's credit. Yeah, it's credit you, you can use for some other games. Don't beat yourself up. Don't feel obligated. If the game yeah. just isn't right for you or just isn't good, speak with your dollars and say, give me my money back. I'm moving on to something else. That's, I might that's what that. I would do. Yeah. yeah, good for you. All right. Well, like I said at the beginning of this, we actually have three rounds yeah. in the GXG gaming division this week. So, <laughs> Mo, that puts you on the hot seat. What game are you playing? Okay. Okay. The title is like the most generic one you're going to find. It's called Marvel Avengers. Okay. So it tells okay. you nothing about okay. the game, right? <laughs> Marvel Avengers. Marvel Avengers. <laughs> and I was looking at it because I saw the trailer for it. And basically, it's one of these kind of like third person perspective games where you play one of the superheroes and you fight mm -hmm. evil the whole nine yards, right? When I first downloaded it, I tried to play it didn't understand what the hell was going on and just like said, ah, I'm put it aside. I'll, I'll do it later. And so then everyone kept telling me like my kids plays. Oh, I heard it was a great game. Blah, blah, blah. So I tried it again and I realized that it's one of these games that's constantly updating. It's like okay. new, new content okay. always coming in. So so when I first played the game, it dropped me in like to some current content, not the beginner content. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I got to hit my trigger, go back to the beginning and start from there. And then once I did uh, that, then the game was a lot more fun. Again, bad design. They should not have done that to you. Yeah, it, or it should give me some, <laughs> it should have dropped me in. It knew I'm a new user. It should have dropped me in right, right at the beginning. Put you in the noob region, the, exactly. the tutorial right. area, right? It's a multiplayer game, but you, it does have like a really, really pretty extensive single player like uh, storyline in it that you can play. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm playing it. And let me tell you, it's a lot of fun. It's a whole 
cool new Marvel Avengers storyline and you get to build up your characters and all this stuff. And you know, like I said, I was actually quite surprised by how much fun and how like, you know, much of a time suck it actually is. The only thing I'm worried about with this segment right now is how much of a get off our old man gaming lawn we sound like right now. <laughs> yeah. Because John loved his game and Mo and I just apparently were well, I mean, you're happy with your game now. Yeah, but at the first I was know, like, yeah. But it was like, come here little Sonny and teach me how to play Marvel Avenger. <laughs> yeah. You know, before you <laughs> got know into the game. On. All these things are killing me. Stop. Why am I shooting arrows? I don't know why I have arrows. <laughs> I know what you mean. Actually, I would love to actually play this with other people because, you know, each one could pick a different character. They do a really good job of each character being unique, you know, as far as the, the abilities and powers and all that stuff. Well, they better. It's fucking Marvel. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've got a billion <laughs> characters to choose from. Yeah. And they like right now, I think I've gotten like five. Now, the thing that I didn't like about which I was worried about was that they have a really pretty active marketplace on this mm. which i was like nickel and dime uh, to death yeah but then i looked at everything i found on their marketplace was all cosmetic oh you could buy costumes or you could buy uh, right maybe a finishing move but it did nothing that actually affects the gameplay mm-hmm. so i was like okay I- i'm okay i'm more okay with that like if you want to spend your own money to get a new costume go for it you know i could care less about that kind of thing i think that's kind of the philosophy of a lot of the multiplayer games because i know that my daughter plays a lot of overwatch and they mm-hmm. buy those loot crates but they're all you know dances and tags and costumes yeah. and stuff it's not mm-hmm. pay to win it's pay to have more fun which I, I'm, a, I'm not a fan of but i'm okay with as long as you're yeah, not paying for exactly. the better guns and stuff right right you know i've kind of come off of my old man soapbox on the microtransaction hate have you? a little bit okay yeah only because i watched a documentary that i'm going to talk about in the next podcast i think if you think about it and this was a comment that was made by one of the people in the documentary our original arcade experiences was all about microtransactions it was a quarter, quarter at a time. time you get to play the game for 40 or 50 seconds before you mm-hmm. get killed by a crazy boss and then you have to yep. put another quarter in the game that's what our entire experience was it just feels different because a now you have to buy the game outright like you would right. buy the cabinet right, right. maybe from the arcade but i know that now that i look at it from a different perspective i'm like yeah i guess i was kind of micro transactioning myself out of five dollars <laughs> every time I went to the arcade. <laughs> but you didn't pay 60 bucks for the privilege to start playing galaga either you just walked no, in with just the quarter. no that's my true. mother didn't charge for gas some people <laughs> i know wow right. that would be bad now that's microtransactions there right <laughs> Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Where do you think really chocolatey chocolate milk comes from? A chocolate cow? In a chocolate field? On a chocolate farm? Near a chocolate stream? Wrong. Really chocolatey chocolate milk comes from where you'd expect it to come from. Hershey, the chocolate people. Uh, chocolate milk people, too. As we round out the back half of the show, we always like to stop here to talk about what we're looking forward to between now and the next time we get together. And George, let's talk to you. What are you looking forward to? What's coming up on the horizon for you? Yeah, actually, the day after this podcast initially airs, Netflix, April 9th, there is a new movie coming out called Thunder Force. Hmm. Uh It is a superhero, super powered movie, and it stars Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. What? What? Are they superheroes? Yes, they are. Sold. I'm sold. Wait a minute. This from the guy who won't see Bob Odegaard. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. That sounds so hypocritical. In this movie, though, they play to character. Okay. Melissa McCarthy doesn't start kicking everybody's John Wick ass. She is like shocked and surprised by 
well, first of all, how she gets her powers in the trailer is an accident, which you would imagine mm-hmm. of yeah, a character Elizabeth that she would play in a sure. comedy movie. And then on top of that, when she starts developing her powers, she does Melissa McCarthy type stuff with those powers. Like there's one scene in the trailer where she lifts a bus above her head and Octavia Spencer's like, don't you throw that. Don't you throw that. <laughs> and then she just chucks it and it just sails into the distance. And then you hear it crash. Ah! and all this stuff and she's like yeah that was my bad i shouldn't have done that (laughs) (laughs) i told you to throw it so it's that kind of film if you enjoy melissa mccarthy or octavia spencer either one and if you like comedy superhero movies this is a fun like turn your brain off like you said john turn your brain off and just enjoy it type of film i I, I could go for that i'm in yeah mo what about you what are you looking forward to okay i'm kind of looking forward to it and i'm also kind of not looking forward to this i'll explain why Mm, it's called them it's a horror movie it's coming on amazon prime on April 9th. Ah, okay. It was a series, actually. And I saw them, and it's, I saw reading a little bit about the trailer. You know, a black family moves into a white neighborhood, and all these weird things are happening. I'm like, oh, Jordan Peele, right? Mm-hmm, no, right? he has nothing to do with this. So okay. I'm like, huh. And I'm already seeing a lot of like, press on this that basically they feel like this person's like just basically copying Jordan Jordan's kind of like template us mm-hmm. and his movies sure but part of me wants to give it a fair shot though maybe it's good in its own right and its whole thing I mean people copy nothing's there's no original ideas anymore right right it's kind of like when Abyss Deep Star 6 and Leviathan all came out at the same time <laughs> right, exactly right. Right. yeah yeah which one's the good one well you got to dig through it to find out yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but I like that style of kind of the horror like the Jordan Peele like the horror movies he did I really like that style so I'm hoping it does a good job on it. And if it does, it could be a really interesting series. Hmm. All right. Well, you'll have to let us know. I was interested in the title alone. I thought it was going to be a sequel to They. That's and so I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, they live. Oh, awesome. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> How about you, John? What are you looking forward to? Okay. So here's the thing. Oh, God. I'm not going to tell you the name of it because you're going to make fun of me one way or the other. Let me start with the description of oh, this geez. series coming to Hulu right. on April 20th. George, you ready for this? I don't know. We'll I don't find know out. if I am either, but go ahead. While visiting a pot farm in Northern California, California in 1993, investigative journalist David Halthouse heard a story that still haunts him. On a nearby farm, three men were torn limb from limb in a savage Bigfoot attack. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my God. I'm not watching any of your he's Bigfoot not, poop lover movies. He's not a taxidermist, is he? Have we not established this already? Yet. I haven't seen it. It's coming out. So, he's oh like, oh like a scarily young assistant or something, it's does It's probably he? all in fucking puppet know. form or some kind of it's puppet theater puppet. bullshit. It's a, puppet movie. it's a puppet series, right? So in this documentary <laughs> series called Sasquatch. Documentary series? Called this Sasquatch. This is not a documentary. Yes, it's called Sasquatch. Oh we God. follow David as he revisits that Redwood Pot Farm 25 years years later in his surgery. Yeah, Any I know evidence what he was fucking smoking when he saw this thing. It might lead to the truth of what happened to those three people. Oh they believe a God. Bigfoot killed them. So he thinks yeah. Bigfoot leaves evidence around for 25 years. Well, footprints we've seen at least, right? So <laughs> for 25 years? I'm pretty sure it fucking rains up there sometimes. <laughs> Wait, why are you looking forward to this? Is it just because it's Bigfoot? Well, it's part of it, yeah, but not just that. <laughs> it's not just another, oh, does Bigfoot exist thing, right? So clearly there were murders. So the murders happened. The interesting thing to me is it's produced by a well-known documentarian who did that series Wild Wild Country about the uh, the cult that took over that like oh, Midwestern yeah. okay. town. Yes, he's yes. done a lot of good documentaries that we've seen. And so I, I, while I'm sure this is going to have some unpalatable stuff to you guys about Bigfoot and Sasquatch and general it's uh, still about real murders that took place and so he's gonna I mean, be investigating that stuff this guy just hulu just give him so much money that he's like yeah, all right i'll do it yeah yeah uh, yeah kind of like the days when netflix green lights everything yeah. on the planet i guess netflix green li- listen <laughs> when you walk into the hulu office and say i'd like to do a documentary about bigfoot murders all you say is how much money that's the only answer that's <laughs> correct <laughs> Uh, it's a series? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a short documentary series. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. apparently one episode is not enough to tell all this bullshit. They're going to be <laughs> releasing more than one. This is, oh okay, my God. If, if it's like that other one where it's like, it's going to be like five episodes and the fifth one, it's like, oh yeah, it was just dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a little annoyed. Uh, it's so too would I. So too would I. So it's on Hulu. It's called Sasquatch, April 20th. That's what I'm looking forward to. Make fun of me if you want, but I'm going to watch it. So yeah, take that. I'll probably watch it too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, when can I pick up the pictures? Thursday. This Thursday. Okay, let me make a note of that. You're going to write it down there? I was going to, oh, yeah. Well, then, uh, let's say Tuesday. You mean two days earlier? No, five, five days, days later. Five days later, mm -hmm. I thought as much. If this customer were at a Photomat store, we'd be introducing him to our brand new picture pickup promise. Photomat's way of telling you exactly when your pictures will be ready. That quick? Sure, and if it doesn't work out, you get a free roll of film. Oh, no, 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 no. You get in trouble oh, for that. Oh, it's no I mean, problem. Yeah. Huh? It's a Photomat policy. The Photomat picture pickup promise. Is there a Photomat store around here? If there was anything in this show you'd like to learn more about, the show notes which accompany each episode are full of links to click and explore. Catch up on past episodes and get pinged every time a new one's released by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know, iTunes reviews help more than you know, so if you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes app. And if you have a friend who isn't yet listening, why not? Tell them about us, they'll thank you later. You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show, so hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy. Plus, you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. That is just about going to wrap it up for episode 95 of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. We're glad that you joined us for this episode. We'd also like to take just a second here at the end, as we always do, to give our thanks to the folks who support us financially on a regular basis, whether that's becoming a member over on YouTube or supporting us over on Patreon. And I want to thank each and every one of those folks, starting with the YouTube members, Marcus Blaston and Stash and Mike Beast, Dubaka, Mike C, T2, Misso, Mike M, Pale Blue, and Aaron. And then those wonderful, wonderful patrons who support us over on Patreon.com. Thank you, Davis, Chad, Mark, T2, Travis, Agile, Chet, Arlen, Marcus, David, Mike C, Lee, Levi, Blasted, Stasha, Dana, Dan, Butter Spider, Shelby, Tony, R, Stubaka, Jason, Chris, Slomo, Thomas, Ben, Jonathan H, Greg L, Greg Z, Tony G, Sean, Stu Monkey, Uno, Clay, Aaron, Matt, and Miss So. Woo, Man, that's getting harder and harder to make it through. <laughs> Forget the one breath anymore. Just make it through at all. If you would like to join these amazing folks in supporting what we do here on the podcast over on YouTube and the website, George, would you be so kind as to tell the fourth listeners how to get that done? Absolutely. We got two ways for you to support us. You can head over to patreon.com slash genxgrownup or genx.com slash Patreon. Create that free account. Sign up for one of those pledges, $1, $2, $3, or any amount that you would like to send us. We are doubly grateful no matter what you do. There's some extra benefits to some of those higher levels like behind the scenes footage and swag and different things like that. Or you can head over to YouTube right next to that subscribe button. There's a little button that says join. You click on that $2.99 per month. And then you get all these cool little icons next to your name and you get these little emojis that you get to use in <laughs> chat during live stream. People love to see all that stuff and we call it out. Uh, you might even decide on a live stream to become a live stream boss and then you would be <laughs> doubly <laughs> invested in the Gen X grown up era. <laughs> yep. We certainly appreciate it and we thank you very much for everything you can do for us. We sure do. That is going to wrap it up for this edition of the show. We'll be back in two weeks with another, but next week is our backtrack. We pick a single nostalgic topic and deal Dig in deep. Mo, tell the fourth listeners what's coming their way next Thursday. Oh, man, it's going to be a great one. We're going to be talking about Mr. Rogers. Mm, it's a wonderful Fred day Rogers in the neighborhood. and his show. It's going to be an awesome day in the neighborhood. We're National treasure, that. Fred Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I might cry during that podcast. I, I'm not sure yet. It's going to be tough. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> George is going to laugh at us while we cry, but yeah. you're, yeah. you're going to be the biggest baby of all. I know you're going to cry. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bob Odenkirk's going to kick my ass, apparently, during the episode. Make me cry, I guess. I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe. We hope you'll join us for that one until then i am john george thank you so much for being here yes sir mo you know i appreciate you man and always fun fourth listener it's you we all appreciate most of all though and we will talk to you next time bye-bye see you guys take care everybody Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. Unacceptable for grown ups. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown up. Uh, <clears throat> uh, three, two. <laughs> when, we, bleh, when we get back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right on the other side of the break, then we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to. Hope to stick around for that. I might use that or not. We'll see how it sounds. Okay, yeah, that was a little weak. It was. It was. It was. I wasn't a fan of it. There, I'll just use that laughter and get out with it. There, there you go. You go. <laughs> Perfect. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because 
The news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.